ออนไลน์พอดแคสต์389 Hello, ladies and gentle whores. Welcome back to Online Podcast. Are you surprised? I'm back again this week, and still because there's so much to ask. From uh, Patrick and Siongman, the newlyweds, that I brought them back this week. Welcome back, Patrick and Siongman. Thanks for having us, John. Hi. Hi. So um, last week we touched on a little bit about um, you know what you know getting married means to you um, personally. Um, I want to d- dwell a little bit more on that. I want to find out exactly for you. Uh, personally, not so much relationship-wise. I know the relationship is there, whether or not uh, you know there is a name called marriage. However, personally, as far as financial situation, medical situation, does it change anything for you in the state of New York? Right. Uh, it doesn't change a whole lot in our day-to-day lives. Uh, we can file our state taxes uh, jointly, mm-hmm. uh, but we would still have to uh, file our federal taxes. Uh, uh, As individuals, uh, which actually could penalize us, uh, there is a marriage bonus if you make under a certain amount of money, uh, which would be, which is great for those people. But uh, ultimately, we're still being penalized because uh, uh, there are some complications to the tax law. You have to to fill out a special tax form on the federal level in order for us to file individually. On the federal level and jointly on the uh, state level, uh, which could add some kind of hidden fees in. Um, so th- honestly, there's not that much uh, that's going to change uh, as far as our you know, daily finances. Uh, it really is about if you're talking money, uh, it's about it, uh, 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 social security benefits if one of us dies. Um, uh, 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 Family Leave Act, mm-hmm. uh, those types of things. Those, unfortunately, those things, we're still not going to get those things until uh, uh, marriage is uh, recognized on a federal, federal level. level. So we've got to repeal the uh, uh, Defense of Marriage Act. Now, for being uh, that you, you know, you work for ACLU. Uh, this is really education on my part as well as my, for my listeners as well. Is if if and when DOMA was removed. And what would then be? Uh, what would happen? Yeah, what would happen? Uh, uh, there's a couple of things that happen. I'm, I'm not an attorney, okay? Uh, but a couple of things. Uh, if we if if DOMA is removed, the Defense of Marriage Act is removed. Um, <coughs> basically, all married couples uh, could travel throughout the country and be recognized by the government as. Uh, As married couples and not strangers under the law. Okay. Uh, this that statement has a lot of implications. Um, whether you can visit in the hospitals each other, uh, whether you could um, uh, get time off to work to uh, take care of a spouse, whether uh, if one of us dies, the other could have uh, access to the uh, survivor's social security benefits. Those things don't happen. Uh, a case that uh, is close to us at the ACLU is a lady named Edie Windsor, uh, who's who 
got engaged in 1967, married in 07, I think, in Canada, but uh, her partner died of MS. And uh, during the uh, estate settle-up, Edie has, had to pay like $363,000 in federal estate taxes, whereas if they'd been married uh, opposite-sex uh, marriage, uh, those taxes would have been zero. Mm. Uh, there's just a, there are a lot of tax. There's 1,138 benefits, rights, and protections that married people of opposite sexes have that married people of the same sex do not have. So this is not a fight that's over. So we're we just see it as a tipping point. The marriage in New York becoming legal doubles the number of people who can legally get married. Uh, so we think it's a, a tipping point in uh, public opinion as well. Last polls, like 53% of Americans say they favor gay marriage. Even the person who wrote DOMA, uh, Bob Barr, uh, now thinks it should be repealed. It was a different world in mm -hmm. the 90s. Than this thing was. Oh, that, wow. no, there wasn't a single state that had gay marriage. Uh, in the nineties, when this thing was written, do you do you feel that being devil's advocate here? Do you feel like then getting married is uh, for you guys is somewhat political? I think it's very political, actually, uh, because our love, honestly, uh, our love was sealed when he proposed to me five years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, it, it was sealed before that, even. Um, those, so there are things that happen on a personal level uh, that, you know, you can't legislate love. But this, it's very important for us. So hold on, I've got dogs in the back of Pom Pom, stop it. Pom Pom. That's your show. <laughs> That's your show. Um, so you feel like, you know, being getting married now, or, or two Sundays ago, that sort of is part of you know, it's a process of, of making creating history a new chapter yeah, definitely it's a part we and we definitely wanted to be part of history and the very uh, we, we got married on the very first day possible uh but uh it's really this is for future the next generation uh and the people in the future are going to get married so they don't have to worry about this garbage uh you know If they get, if they're in love and they want to get married, they can get married. They're going to get the the dignity and respect and legal rights. They don't even have to think about it, and they can get divorced the next day, just like straight people do. <laughs> that's what I, that's our goal, I think. So another <laughs> I mean, question. Some, some of my coworkers, I, I said, "So are you all getting married?" They said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I learned a I learned a very strong lesson whenever this thing passed. Uh, Not to ask people if they're going to get married. People that you know have been in a long relationship, don't ask them the question. If they, are, <laughs> if they want to get married, they're going to tell you. And uh, they're, boy, one of my bosses said no before I even finished the question. So obviously, uh, it was a hot. Did you guys encounter anything? So tell me, kind of recap a little bit. You spoke, you guys both shared some of it uh, last week. Can you recap what happened? Okay, so. Gay marriage was was legalized. Then you guys immediately talk about getting married. Yeah, uh, then we rented some taxes and decided to put the dogs in a 
Camp Bow Wow for a few days. <laughs> get a little space, a little love space. Did you and, did you encounter uh, anything yeah. interesting while prepping for uh, your wed- your marriage? I'm, I'm sorry. Can you say it again? I said, did you encounter any interesting things, obstacles, or? Uh, no. The yeah, there was one obstacle. Actually, no obstacles in uh, like running the tuxes. You know, it's like you go into that place where they're pretty much used to men and you know getting married to women and uh, there was no prejudice or anything like that everyone was excited uh the biggest obstacle we had is we had planned on this thing happening sunday uh july 24th the first day and as we had made all these arrangements and i'd made time to get off work and all this uh someone an acquaintance of mine emailed me that you know that wedding you're planning you have to win a lottery in order to get that slot on the sunday (sighs) I said, no, no, you got to be wrong. And then he, he sent me an article from Huffington Post, and I replied back to the email, crap, 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 I think, in the subject line. I, I remember seeing that on your Facebook. Yeah, actually, uh, actually, one of my, uh, well, yeah, one of my tweets, uh, number one, whenever we were registering, we were trying to register for the marriage on the very first day, and the uh, county clerk's office was, force feminizing us by making one of us be the bride and one of us uh, be fem- female. And I, I put this tweet out that the clerk's office is force feminizing me. And the New York Times picked that up and put it in one of their articles. Ooh. <laughs> it's like, wow, I guess if you got to be in the New York Times. That's how did, way to... how did that, how did that happen? I, am, uh, I have my, I have my Twitter account unlocked. So I guess it's Googleable. And, uh-huh. uh, and I, I guess they, I, I, they must have a search set up for clerk's office or something like that. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now, how did that happen? I mean, did it? Did anything change? Did they make? Did they have to yeah, make they, one person? Yeah, yeah I, I, I. Is it logistics? Like, yeah, it was. You know, it's a, a bureaucracy. So uh, I filed that, filled out a help desk ticket for them, and I said, you know, you got this problem of uh, with your website, you know, <laughs> make it us. So now we're spouse A and spouse B, I guess. Mm. And they let me know as soon as that was done, and we registered. Uh, and then that, did I, that end up happening? Then the lottery that, system. Yeah, that the lottery. Yeah, they were so afraid that it was going to be chaos. Um, I, they decided they needed to do a lottery. Or else they wouldn't be able to accommodate all of the people who had registered. I see. Because uh, there's like 2,500 people were registering to be, and they all wanted to do it on that first day. So they thought, and there's five boroughs here in New York, and they were spreading the people out. But ultimately, the the people, the ultimately the people who registered, it was just a little bit over what their capacity was. Uh, so they let everybody who entered the lottery. Uh, come and be there on That's Sunday. Nice. Which Everyone gets it. That is nice. That is- yeah, it's just like a little stressful. Uh, I think it was a two-day or three-day period there. That's and even the people, we from, now, the people we rented the taxes from uh, said, if if you get married on Monday, just return them later. We won't charge you. Actually. Oh, that's awesome. That's- yeah, it was. Now, well, my now, question to you guys you, is, well, how, how about Xiongman? How, how did you feel that day? Did you have to, how far are you guys from the city and how, how early do you have to get prepared for, for, your, for your wedding day? Uh, first, you were, uh, first mm-hmm. uh, impressed, um, it's time to uh, come out and speak out to my word uh, for the uh, legal marriage. Wait, mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's wanting to know, like, 
uh, you had to work that night. That's the yeah, thing. I had to work that night. Of course, I like to work. <laughs> and then I brought the, my uh, tuxedo to my work, and then I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. And then I uh, took the, you know, the clean my face and something like that. And then I, I went to uh, city hall. Yeah, so how how, how early was it? 6 a.m. is when we decided we'd meet at 6 a.m. Um, so, so when you, you went from work? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So you went from work, freshened up, went uh, over mm -hmm. to the city hall. So what time did you guys arrive at 6? So we got there at 6 o'clock. Oh, yeah, wow. 6 o'clock in the and morning waited, waited three hours. to make the line. Yeah. It's almost like Apple Store opening, huh? Actually, uh, <laughs> even, even Bloomberg was... <laughs> Even Bloomberg uh, said, the mayor said, uh, we, we're doing the lottery thing so that this is a marriage, not an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that quote. Uh. Uh, but, uh, so we sat there in line. Uh, we were like the fourth person in line. Uh, and uh, during that three-hour period, we were interviewed by literally a couple of dozen uh, uh, reporters from all over the world. Um, London, Australia, New York, uh, just everywhere. What, uh, what, what was your, uh, your individually, both of you, what, what was, what was the emotion at that time? Excitement? Um, what? What did you feel at that time uh, in, when you were in line? I was very calm, actually. Mm -hmm. And then I don't like that much, you know, reporters or the newspaper guy around me. I, was very, I, I want to be very calm. But um, I want to know our story to the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was a happiness to me. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, they're, they're looking for sound bites, you know, little uh -huh. sound bites. So I think it was a little bit, I mean, I think the first one was like a little bit frustrated uh, because, you know, he, he wasn't giving them the sound bites they wanted. I see. Uh, but uh, after you got asked a few times, it's... We were, I, was, I was completely uh, just living on adrenaline, I think. Uh, I was excited. And it was just imagine There was so much love there, John. Um, I, I think I, I wrote a I wrote Actually, my, my work asked me to write a piece for their website. And it was just, it, there was this mosaic of love. Uh, the people, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was not a pretty sight, some of that marriage <laughs> material out there. <laughs> And we aren't—we're not that pretty a sight either. But uh, honestly, if you just looked at that line, there was so much love there. Uh, you just couldn't help but be overwhelmed by it. And all these satellite trucks from all the media outlets—you just knew it was a historic event. Mm -hmm. uh, and and the haters, um, the Westboro Baptist Church, uh, GodHatesFags.com. Uh, they had only like a dozen people, but each one of them was carrying like five signs, and the media flocked over there to them. So they get a disproportionate amount of coverage. And there was this beautiful moment. Some marriage equality group shielded us from their, from them from being able to see us with this. Uh, they had, each of these marriage equality people had a rainbow-colored. Uh, there was a rainbow-colored umbrella that they used to keep us from having to see the hate group you know all this you're going to hell uh, and every time the hate group would would start yelling these rants the uh, marriage equality people would start singing 
go into the chapel and we're going to get married. It was absolutely brilliant. You know, it's free speech, a beautiful free speech moment. Mm -hmm. The haters can hate. They can do that across the street. That, that group knows very well how to stay within legal bounds. And our, this group did too. And I just thought it was beautiful. It was just a lot of beauty in that, in that day. Then when you got in, got into City Hall... Yeah, what it was actually next? very organized. It was actually very organized, and uh, my one of my best friends, uh, Elisa, uh, was our witness, and uh, uh, and they had a, a few technical problems, uh, but when they when we we got to the fill out the paperwork and we got in there to this room where they were going to have the ceremony, there were probably a dozen judges in their little robes and stuff. They kind of looked, but it just you could feel love in them too. Um, this judge who the married... CB, the CD Pro by the 70 judge that day. Oh. 70 judges. Uh, uh, but there were, there were like a dozen in that room. On Sunday, you know. And, and this, this judge uh, just delivered the most beautiful... It's a civil ceremony, but the words were so beautiful. Uh, Can you share prime. some? Can you share some of... I, you know what? It's on... It, uh, our witness did capture it, so I, I don't know... Uh, I don't know exactly when the tipping point was. I uh -huh. was very good, and then all of a sudden, I just started bawling. <laughs> Basically, was there a trigger word? Was there a trigger? Yeah, there probably was, and I have to review the tape to find out. But uh, it was. It just, and then the judge started crying, oh. and and uh, he, you know, he's he, he was. He even asked us to have. Hold on, even now. Pom pom pom. The judge was crying, and uh, he asked to have a have a picture taken with with us when it was over. And uh, uh -huh. it was just a just a powerful. I guess it all the the be there through love and fitness. <laughs> sorry, pom pom. Pom wanted attention. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the um, I think just the words of you know your. I, I don't know what his words were, but it was basically the sickness and how you know your love is you be there for each other forever. Did you and think? Just, you know? Did you think part of it was uh, being able to, you, you know, marriage really is. It's not so much about the love. It is. Just, it's about the I guess pronouncement or you know making it public maybe it's for the first time that you actually get to do share the love that you share between the two of you actually outside now right it's exactly that it's it's sharing it with the world and uh boy oh boy did that day did that happen that day um i mean i didn't know i didn't know it was gonna our, our picture's just everywhere absolutely everywhere um but it feels good it feels great what what do you feel, young man? Did you at that at that time doing your, uh, I guess your the the whole ceremony part, the vows and all that? Did you guys do vows? I think uh, we just kissed, and then when he was crying, and I had to uh, you know take care of by him. I, <laughs> so I don't remember a lot of things with the judge, but you know what? Someone's out there in America or in Asia, young people, listen from me. Uh, come to this country or come out and find some uh, soulmate mm -hmm. and then 
starting the living together, and then you guys could decide to get married or not, at least in New York City. That's、mm-hmm. all I want to say. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's, that's a good message, especially for, for, for people who are living either in a rural area or living outside of the United States. That, that you know, there is hope. I mean, that this is something that I don't think anyone could fathom.、Uh, they can't even imagine just I, several、yeah. years ago. I, John, uh, I, I was talking to someone at work about this.、Um, We don't have a residency law in New York State for these marriages.、Mm-hmm. So there are people in, in these states, many states in the, in the country have、uh, made it illegal for uh, uh, Mine included. Same-sex, yeah, same sex marriages illegal in many, many states.、Mm-hmm. But we can go to, on a vacation to New York City and get married, get that certificate, and take it back to your. Hateful, leg- <laughs> hateful, the hate filled legislature in your state or whatever. I, I believe that it's empowering. I mean, if, if you want to get married, everyone has a right to not get married, too. But if you want to get married, if you came、okay. here, stop, sorry, guys. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry, this, <laughs> this is、uh, real life. It's podcast. This is,、okay. yeah, yeah, those are our babies.、Um, but if you, I, I was just thinking about like Kentucky, where I'm from. You know, it's just, it's just so backwards. Every time I see a news story about something horrible that they've done, I post it on Facebook and say, I am so glad to be away from them. But I, just, I was just thinking, if you, if you got married somewhere and you had that certificate back, you would feel empowered. That, it makes you feel like your love has been validated, at least somewhere.、Yeah. That's why people have gone to Canada or Iowa to get married. And even though they had to come back to their states where it's not really recognized, it's, a, it's symbolic. I'm glad you're sharing that because sometimes you know, people will ask, like, why? I know, you know there's so many failure in marriages. Why do you even care about getting married? And this is, the, I mean, equality is one of them. You know, whether or not I choose to get married is different from whether or not I'm allowed to get married.、Uh, that's one thing. And second is, The, the validation that we get, all the sudden, suddenly you feel like you're equal and you're the same as other people. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a gray area. I mean, you,、uh, if you had to put it on a balance sheet or something, it's not, I don't know that it's that, it, it really works out. I mean, as I looked at,、uh, looked at like New York Times articles on、uh, the benefits of, of marriage, you know, it's, a, it's basically when you're sick and dying that it、uh, really starts to pay off. Uh, but for us now, it's just a, it's kind of a, it is definitely symbolic、mm-hmm. and it's for the next generation or for hope, maybe just the next couple of years, hopefully.、Uh, we have plans on getting this to the Supreme Court, hopefully, next year.、Mm. Uh, we'll see. I mean, the problem with bringing things to the Supreme Court is if they rule against you, there's not much you can do after the fact. Right, so, right. It has to be it, the right timing. It looks, like, it looks like it's all kind of lining up great with public opinion and. Uh, we'll hope, we hope that this happens. So it is symbolic,、uh, but I, I say、uh, it's incredibly important. What do you think、uh, your, yeah, it is symbolic. What do you think your, you guys getting married can do to people? People here, people outside of the country? Yeah, it makes, us, it makes our love visible, it validates our love.、Uh, I mean, it just, I don't have to say my partner. I never、mm-hmm. said my roommate. 
you know, there are these terms, these awful terms, these do archaic you, Did you have to change? Did you have to feel, you, uh, know, you have to learn how yeah, to change? Yeah, because, yeah, I was uh, doing, I don't know, it was Facebook or Google or something, and I, I, I usually used to use the word partner, and I'm like, I don't have to do that anymore. I, I mean, I think, actually, I think that happened today. I'm like, I think I could say husband, you know, and that still feels a little weird. Uh-huh. Uh, but, um, what about you, Seongman? Did you have to get used to saying my husband now? Uh, when I, I, we get married, mm-hmm. actually my co-workers, they're um, thinking a little bit different. They, somebody uh, told me, uh, congratulations. Uh-huh. All the very conservative, conservative uh, people getting a little bit changed. Oh, so even they're conservative. They congratulate yeah. you. Oh. And I, I had this issue too. My my assistant at work uh, is a phenomenally religious lady, um, and it, but she's like, I don't, I'm not here to judge you. I, I really am so happy for you, though. You know, it, it's That's like sweet. it really goes against so much of her fundamentalist Christian beliefs. Mm-hmm. But she can't help but uh, see the love and uh, and appreciate it. That's sweet. Kind of. It is uh, cheap. Yeah, kind yes, of. It is. Honestly, to me, that was a lot for her. And I, That's and why I, I'm saying it's sweet because... You've got to be pragmatic about these because, things. Because uh, it, it is sweet because it is... Now, we are not counting on people who are accepting of us to be sweet, to change things. We are counting on people who are at the verge to change so that things can get better, and which I think is happening. I think us just being visible, and, and uh, I'm not crazy. I mean, love could change everything. Oh, sound bite. CNN would have liked that. <laughs> no, even I... uh, my uh, Mexican busboy, who's a straight guy, mm-hmm. he told me everything is love. <laughs> oh, now, Seongman, let me ask you. This is, it. Just came to me the question. Were you ever, you were telling me that when you were in Korea, you didn't even, you know, you haven't even explored your, 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 your sexuality that much to, you know, really know that you're gay and so forth. Did you, were you ever, did you ever imagine that one day you will be married to Patrick, another man living in the United States of America? Have you ever envisioned that before you come here? I never dreamed like a marriage with a guy. Mm-hmm. I dreamed of uh, living with the guy mm-hmm. as a hidden on uh, my personal life. Mm-hmm. But this could be ha- this could happen just a few days ago. I'm very happy about it. That's good. I never thought it would happen in my lifetime. Seriously, I never thought it would happen. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Is there? Is there anything that you have... I know that you probably have been bombarded by people asking you about this personally as well as maybe press and all that. Is there anything that you said that people... I think I may have seen it in your Facebook that people may have misquoted you or it something. It wasn't that bad. Uh, yeah, I had a... There was some something... I get this, had this Google alert set up for my name. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then this... Uh, I remember talking to this guy, this Australian guy from uh, a paper called The Australian. And, uh, and it was not a short conversation. It was like 10 minutes or something. 
And and the, basically, the only thing he said was in the article was uh, me saying that Songman didn't even tell his coworkers he was getting married. And there was so much before that statement and after that statement. It just it was all it was just out of context because it was just this this long quote laying there. Plain says, and he didn't even tell his coworkers he was getting married. It just it sounded kind of snarky, and mm. I can be very snarky, but I wasn't being snarky at that point. <laughs> so it was my first time uh, to feel like I'd been a little bit manipulated. Uh, uh, you know what I said was manipulated. What what was the question that was asked of you that you're like, oh gosh, I'm tired of it already? No, I, honestly, I this all I, I didn't. Get, I would assume, you know, it's not like I'm doing a press junket for a movie where you'd have it happen for weeks or something. So this all happened mainly in one one day. So you just couldn't, you're just so excited to share the story, mm -hmm. you know. And they seemed very, almost all of them seemed very excited to be covering this. What was the common question? Oh, they, they, all, <coughs> they all wanted to know about the proposal. They, everybody wanted to know the proposal. Uh, uh, you know how we proposed, who proposed to whom, how long we've been together, uh, and what is going to be different now that we are married. Mm -hmm. You know, those are the three. Those are mainly three questions. Now, technically, the proposal happened many years ago. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> is there like a somewhat of a second round proposal during that? Uh, uh, you know, the second round is just part of the discovering that. Oh, gay marriage is now legal. Let's do it. Whose idea was that to say, do you want to do it first? I think of both idea we thought about we getting married right away. We've been discussing yeah. it. I mean, we'd seen it in the news. And we discussed yeah, it's it not like an overnight dinner. thing. Boom, suddenly it happens. It's been... Yeah, I, I definitely... We were definitely on the same wavelength. So I don't... Uh, I mean, I may have brought up the timing of it. It's like... We, we want to be the first group, right? And it's definitely, this is historic. So, yeah. Is there, is there anything that, uh, Xiaoman, you want to say to people in Asia specifically, now since you're um, both Asian? Whatever uh, are the young gays, gay in Asia, Asian mm -hmm. gays, uh, listen, whatever this uh, typical situation, keep it in mind you guys are gay, and then if you recover uh, those, those difficult situations, why are guys come to the America to have some life? You, you guys could get, you know, simple job or whatever, and then get a, a nice guy or soulmate <laughs> and a, to settle. You guys could. Why don't you guys to America? That's much yeah, better. It is possible. And you can also meet a bunch of horrible guys and have horrible... <laughs> horrible... <laughs> but that's all part of the journey, you know. Yeah. I, I, we, we both had some just tragic situations in our... Uh, in relationships that happened before this. Uh, but, I mean, if there's anything uh, that we represent, it should be hope. Hope for love. Because, mm -hmm. I, I mean... I mean, there's no guarantee that we'll last forever, but uh, we're sure going to try it. And, uh, you know, we've... Also, I just uh, let you, uh, uh, Asian guys in, mm -hmm. in Asia, 
this is not a dream country, but this is a better country than any other country, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not ideal, but it's still the best as far as some of us Asians. Mm-hmm. We have our own problems, obviously. But yeah. Now, a uh, little bit of a lighter question. <clears throat> Did you guys celebrate after that? After the... Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Uh, our, our fr- one of my best friends, uh, Alisa, uh, there was basically a... It was basically a, a day full of uh, fancy food and places and drink. Um, and uh, we went... We went from, yeah, this is yeah, this is worth telling. Uh, Alisa took us to a, a really nice uh, uh, brunch at a, a very nice restaurant here, uh, Jean Georges. Uh, oh, uh, it's actually a Nogatine at one of his restaurants uh, in Trump's International Plaza. And, food was not so good. Yeah, the food was not so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually. Sometimes actually very uh, as a professional. Kind of, yeah, he's and, actually very much a. Food. And uh, it was not timing. <laughs> yeah, and it was I, not yeah. right temperature. <laughs> it just just yeah. pretty was and just, then yeah. shitty food. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. It was shitty food. It's, it's for looks. <laughs> but uh, I mean, we're so glad we did champagne there and uh, uh, with with my friend, and it was great. And then from there, uh, we went to the Plaza Hotel. And uh, which the plaza is, uh, you know, such an iconic place. You know, it's just a beautiful place in New York City, uh, right there at Central Park. And we went, we uh, went to the Oak Room there, and uh, it was kind of crappy too, right? Yeah, Oak Room <laughs> is falling down. Yeah. The wall was broken, and then old dust around the chairs, but and we, then. But we got some great. Yeah, it's like they weren't cleaning the tables, right? So we're we're actually a little bit spoiled and kind of used to like high end. I mean, we. I don't want. I want to keep this. I don't want. We know what it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. And it just wasn't quite there, and we took some pictures in there. And I'm like, is that panel on the wall falling in? Did you break the plaza? <laughs> um, and you know, the view out the window was tourists looking in at us, and it just was not pretty in it. But it, it was. We did that. It, it, Plaza is a beautiful place, actually. Uh, but we just were a little bit over it. So it's, uh, it was still it was still daytime, right? You started sure, you know, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. because uh, the city councilwoman uh, Christine Quinn, who's kind of behind a lot of this uh, equality move, marriage equality movement, uh, invited us and, and the newlyweds who responded uh, to a, a beautiful uh, marriage. Uh, uh, reception uh, and uh, LGBT uh, community yeah, center at a community center, and uh, they had the local po- some of the local politicians speak and uh, got to meet uh, Dan Choi, uh, one of my personal uh, heroes, uh, civil rights heroes, and uh, George Takei. <laughs> oh, George Takei, and uh, got just horrible pictures with both of them. <laughs> and, uh, horrible but, pictures? Did you say horrible? He's great. Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So someone doesn't know who, who, oh. okay, well, who is that. You watched me. Watch it's grandfather. So I like, I'm like, you used to watch me like, I'm like sci fi nerd, right? I'm like, uh-huh. that's the guy who drove the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? So you said, so Xiaomen, you, you, don't, you don't know, you didn't know who he was. No, George oh, Takei. I knew he's come out a few years ago. Uh-huh, I yeah, watched yeah. him. At the parade or something, and I thought, oh, he's very old, gay Chinese. 
I think, and and I, you know, honestly, I discounted him initially. It's like uh, he came out and became an activist after. And after he has he a young white boyfriend or husband. Yeah, I was a little curious. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, it would have been great if 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 George Takei would have come out whenever uh, he was actually working, you mm-hmm. know, in the sixties. Well, it was 70s. also a different time. Yeah, it, but it was, and and I I'm the last one. I I really can't throw the stone because when I was working as a chemist in Dallas, Texas, in the in the eighties, I was not going to give up that that job. I and mean, that job allowed me to travel around the world, and <laughs> I had a good, great time during that time. Uh, so everyone, he's he's made it more than made up for his uh, uh, silence during those decades. Uh, and Dan Choi, I I just think has has. The balls that almost nobody, no activist in the country has. Uh-huh. Guy went to West Point and he, and he literally got fired over a civil rights issue. Yeah, and, and he's, uh, he's, he's not, he has that, that soldier yeah. attitude toward his activism, is what I see him. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I was a little bit starstruck with that. But, uh, <laughs> and the songman said, uh, "Tell Dan Choi said." You said, I'm Korean, right? I am Korean. He <laughs> responded to me, Korean. I, don't, no, I, don't, I didn't know. Okay, so Dan Choi said, I am Korean. <laughs> and, uh, and like someone just looked at him. And actually what he was referring, that's actually a reference to an ad that uh, I think the guy's name was Dan Adler, a uh, California uh, guy who was running for Congress, ran this very racist um, ad where he's like trying to get the ethnic vote by... He has a, a Korean wife, and then there's like this lady. Who says, uh, You're married to a Korean. I am Korean. So <laughs> it, made, it made the it made the rounds, and uh, I, oh, I cracked up. Like that was at the YouTube. The yeah, guy, yeah, some I, guy's I, candidate. Yeah, oh, yeah, he lost. I do even. Oh my god. <laughs> he got like one and a half percent of the votes. But it's just it's just oh. one of the most culturally insensitive, racist, and funny things I've seen. <laughs> I always get and this, it, uh, and to hear Dan, Dan Choi go. I am Korean. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, I don't know if you agree, but every time I, I people always mistaken me as Korean. I oh, do you really? agree? Yeah. Do you agree as a Korean? <laughs> is that a possibility? I, I want to. This face structure is a little mm. different. When I was in New York, uh, I, I went to a Korean deli, and just every morning I just you know pick up uh, something from the store, and this old old man, a Korean man, just asked me, uh, "Are you right. Korean?" I said, yes, no. That's right. That's that's <laughs> yeah. Yes. Are you Korean? I said, uh, You and Ding no. do that thing, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, uh, um, mm-hmm. um, mine looks like Thai, but I'm full Korean. Yeah, you kind of look like Thai, now that you mention it. Yeah. I don't know, but I grew up in all my life in Korea. It's all, it's all you know, all linked. It's all connected. I, I think all Koreans, they're mixed from China or the Southern Asia. Yeah, well, Mind yeah, everything is, I, everything is mixed. You know, if you're from that region, there's just some sort of connection. Like, uh, a lot of people, when my Korean uh, college um, uh, friends thought that I was Korean, uh, they came mm-hmm. when they came to talk to me, and uh, like I said, at the deli, they asked me, "Are you Korean?" And Ong apparently is sometimes could be a Korean name. They asked, "But your name is Korean." They asked me. Can, you, can you say it for me one more time? Are you <laughs> Korean? <laughs> oh my god! I, I remember some podcast, and, and I think you you were talking with. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, and I always get that. So that that becomes a joke now, like you know, because people so often ask me, "Are you Korean?" I mean, that, that's that's the guy, the guy in the deli asking me, "Are you Korean?" I said, "No, I'm not." He said, 
you are Korean. And then I said, no, I'm not. But your name is Korean. <laughs> no, you tell them that you're the, um, what, there was an ambassador who was named Ong. Uh, 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 do you know this guy? Uh, uh, ambassador? Was, yeah, there was an ambassador. Uh, a Korean? John Ong. No, John oh, Ong. Uh, there oh, was yes. a John Ong who was a Who was a white guy. Yeah, Netherlands or something. I can't remember what country he was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember Bush. Uh, I think uh, during the Bush administration, I remember seeing that name. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I want to thank both of you for sharing your stories. Thank you. It's powerful. It's encouraging. It's hopeful, and uh, it is part of a history in the making. And I'm so glad that you you guys are willing to share, especially Xiaoman. You, you know, woken up from your sleep. Uh, to to chat with me, I like to talk to you so much. It was fun. Good. Next time, maybe you'll come back again, and we'll chat some more about your, you know, your other experience. All right, anytime. And especially if you have like you know stories about our culture. You know, I like to talk about stories that sort of related to me a little bit, so I can be connected. You know, it's like maybe our lives back in you Asia. You already so connected with us. Yeah. Good. We'll we'll do some more then. Okay. Thank you, Xiaoman. Thank you, Patrick, for sharing your stories. And <laughs> uh, and and uh, let me wrap up the show. Don't go yet, though. Okay. okay. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> don't forget you can always go to the website onlinepodcast.com and leave your comments there, or you can email me online at gmail.com or call me. Nobody ever does anymore. Nine two zero iPhone one is very easy to remember. Nine two zero iPhone one and leave your message there, and uh, and send your love to to Patrick and Xiangman. And articles, photos, I will put it on the website. You can go to the website onlinepodcast.com and check out. Don't forget to smile, ladies. Bye. Bye.